So glad to have you here on episode 62 of Underage Packers. Grab a Dr. Pepper, grab a, a beer that we're not allowed to have. We're so excited to have you on on this Saturday or whatever day you're listening to uh, this. I'm Joey, one of your co-hosts. We're going to be talking about all of the moves the Packers have made in the past two weeks. Joining me, as always, is my great co-host, Big B. How are you today? What's going on? Yeah, that's like a Japanese kawaii pose right there. I know. It's probably something I'm not allowed to do, but I did it anyway. So. <laughs> not allowed to do it. I love it. Um, so we'll be talking, like I mentioned, all the, the cap spacing cap saving moves the moves the Packers haven't made and all of that good stuff in this lovely offseason March 13th it seems like we've been in the offseason for a while now but uh we're really only five weeks but you know what else is five weeks away is the NFL draft uh and the Packers we got some draft news this week the Packers received three compensatory picks uh in this year's draft a fourth rounder for Blake Martinez a fifth rounder for Brian Balaga and a sixth rounder for Kyler Backroll. Is it Kyle? It's Kyler, right? Kyle. Kyler. Yeah. Kyler. Oh, I was starting to think if it was just Kyle or Kyler. That's Kyler. Yeah, it's Kyler. It's Kyler. kind of a weird name, but it kind of sounds like email. So maybe <laughs> Kyler was born to have an email face. But besides the oh, point, uh, <laughs> Kyler and Blake both signed uh, with the Giants, obviously. And that's just how it shakes up. I'm not. The, the, the compensatory picks, there's a lot of uh, gears behind the scenes that go and work with it, so I'm not going to try to act like I know what I'm talking about. But, uh, it, you know, it depends on uh, the contract. I don't know if it has too much to do on playing time. I do think Pro Bowls might be factored into it, but I'm not sure. Like I said, uh, look it up for yourself. Uh, yep. You either way. What was that? You, got, you guys got time. You're listening to us. So you've got to have a lot of time on your hands. Exactly. If you're using your time on this, you have plenty of time to use on other stuff. Um, yeah. So, you, you know, another thing that factors into that is how much money you spend in last year's free agency. Um, and that's why in 2019, last year's draft, uh, they didn't have any compensatory picks because it depends on uh, the players that left you last year. And then you kind of, if you sign players, it will balance it out. So, we signed Zedaria Smith, Preston Smith, Adrian Amos, Billy Turner. Uh, their contracts totaled up to be $100 million, and their average per year was each somewhere above $15 million. So, you know, we didn't uh, get any compensatory picks last year. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's the compensatory picks. Any thoughts on that, Big B? Um, um, don't be shocked if Brian Gudikins trades up in the draft with that extra free fourth round pick he's got because yep. he likes using them fourth round picks to move up in the draft, as we can tell. Yeah. I want to say this is going to be year when they where they trade down, but I have said that mm-hmm. every single year with Brian Gudikins, and he yeah. does the opposite. Except you know, 2018, he kind of traded up, kind of traded down, but uh, you know, uh, <laughs> trades up. Jordan Love, that's a that's an odd one. Well, it's unexpected and random. Um, like and then Darnell Savage, I did not expect that move to come. Like when you have two first round picks and you trade up that, that is uh quite quite the move right there. And Darnell Savage is quite a quite the heck of a player. So good move yes. right there. All right. Uh, another move Packers made or did not make, rather, is not franchise tagging Aaron Jones. Uh, we didn't even get the, the news from Rappaport that they the team informed Jones that they aren't using. Yeah. 
didn't happen. Um, so I'm kind of like this whenever there's a deadline, like trade deadline, franchise tag deadline, like, you know, uh, before I'm like, nah, you know, it's too much money. Let's play it safe. But then like when we're an hour and a half away from the deadline, like, okay, this needs to happen. Like, and now I'm doing the same with like, uh, the the uh, deadline to sign players before the new league year starts. I'm like, oh my god. When is when is that by the way? Um, I believe March 17th is when the well, 15th is maybe when the new tampering period starts. Okay. So, really, these next two days. <laughs> Ooh, oh boy. Um, and uh, then you got the restricted free agents, which is a little different. But yeah, the time is definitely ticking. Um not franchising tagging Aaron Jones, which is, you know, the Packers are not a team that uses a franchise tag. We talked about this last episode, I believe. Um, even at $8 million with the running back, and speaking of compensatory picks, when you franchise tag a running back or any player, when you franchise tag a player, if they leave that following year, you don't get a compensatory pick for them. So that's like Aaron Jones is going to get paid. That's a third rounder right there. Uh you know, I would have loved Aaron Jones at that price, but it's also like he had a, a second round pick at a, a on, on a running back, and it's I, not that that's all like oh he's second rounder he must be good, and that's almost like a Jimmy Graham situation. Like oh my well we're paying him ten million he needs to be out there, but AJ Dillon we'll give him a chance obviously. Um, yeah, what what did you think? Do you think it's overall good move for the Packers not franchise tagging AJ? Um, I think, I think so. I've, we've seen him, we've seen this coming, I think, because since, since we lost, we've been all saying, no, we're not re-signing Aaron Jones, going to cost too much money. Then when the reports came out about the franchise tag, everybody was like, oh my God, we're going to franchise tag him. And I'm still like, but we're not though. So don't get too excited. Yeah. I think it's a pretty good move. Unfortunately, not franchise tagging Jamal Williams either. Quite a shocker. That, um, yeah, really disappointing to the whole fan base, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, God, you know, like, Jamal <laughs> Williams is an interesting one. I don't – I'm not looking forward to that day that I have to record the episode with you because uh, – I'm not know, either. Uh, we – the first time we lost at Tampa Bay, oh, God, I don't like <laughs> – not the second time, not the second meltdown, but the first meltdown against Tampa Bay. Uh, that was an awful episode. It, there was just a lot of – drama involved in that one right there so tomorrow i'm just gonna be even more all right let's get to some actual moves the packers did make um first off devin funch is taking a pay cut freeing up seven hundred and fifty thousand in cap space devin funch is obviously was one of the free agent signings for the packers last year he opted out in 2020 um and then you know he's looking to get back on the team and you look at how, how much MVS, how much Alan Lazard was used this year. Uh, I, I really don't think, you know, Devin Funch is, he, he does have something to prove uh, this training camp. And, you know, even though he's still on the roster right now, takes a pay cut, uh, which is really just to get under before the March 17th, uh, gives some flexibility in signing free agents. We'll see how he does in camp. And uh, then obviously uh, he has that cheaper contract all right another seven hundred and fifty thousand pop uh adrian amos restructuring his contract um you know the details on this I believe it's just that the classic 
uh, base salary to uh, signing bonus. Again, don't ask me how that works. Look up Ken and Galls on Twitter, and he'll explain it. Um, <laughs> any thoughts on uh, those two seven hundred and fifty thousand frees? Um, just a, just another way to get under the cap. That's all yep. that matters. Um, yep. yeah, that's pretty much it. Just, it obviously, just to get under the cap, good moves. That's yeah. pretty much it. It's obviously, uh, you know, it pushes it forward to the next two years. Destruction, Preston Smith. Eight million plus free. I love this move right here. It's uh, they saved more than they would have by cutting him, uh, cutting him, uh, and then uh, you know he has that. And also, it wasn't exactly like uh, you know just slashing his contract away. He does have sack based incentives. So if he gets to, I believe it was twelve sacks, he gets pretty much all of his contract back, which I'm fine with. But once I thought, again, I thought it, I, I thought it was. Um... 15 sacks. Hmm, it might be. It like yeah. His highest, anyway, is 15 or 14. Yeah. So, uh, but they do stack on top of each other, as Ian Rappaport reported. So, you know, once again, it's just like you get under that cap uh, for what you need to for March 17th, and then to be able to field your draft picks, you are able to sign some free agents. Uh, Preston, you know, if he gets closer to one of those incentives, are like, all right, Oh, come on, get Rashawn in there more. Get Rashawn in there more. <laughs> um, uh, so glad we're able to keep pressing around. All right, yep. then another one, one of my favorite players, Billy Turner restructuring his contract, bringing up 500000 uh in cap space, and then also some more in unknown, unknown base salary transition to signing bonus, as Bill Huber reported. So that's great news. Uh, all the – 2019 free agent stepping up. Um, Zedarius, we'll talk a little bit about later. Um, but what do you think of those two moves with Preston Smith and Billy Turner? First of all, first of all, I'm gonna give a massive shout out to my boy Russ Ball. Mm-hmm. Dude's a freaking genius. He's a wizard. He can have my entire house. I don't care. I love that man. And just an absolute genius move. Preston Smith is on the team and we restructured it. So it's pretty much like you said, like we just cut him, but he's on the team still. Yeah. And we're getting more money to spend. So it's just like Russ exactly. Ball, I love you. Pretty much, pretty much the sum of that mumble jumble that I just said there. Exactly. It's uh, cap space isn't real. Uh, and, yes. But I mean, it's still going to be a problem just because we're over about by a million or under by about a million. We still have to do something like that will, that won't be enough for draft picks. So we still got to free some more so we can sign Will Fuller, obviously. All yes. right. Uh, then you have John Lovett. I, I wouldn't really consider this as a cap saving move as more of it was uh, just you know, getting them off the team, but did free up 120,000. Ken Engel's um, cap genius did report that, you know, if he does come back, there's something where he recovers from his injury, comes back with the team's backers, will have to pay a, a fee of 600,000 or something like that. So uh, right now it saves money. Right now he's off the team, but he, he could possibly be back with the Packers next year. I really like John Lovett. I know you had some criticism of his playing uh, and certainly uh, those first few weeks when he was starting in for Deguara were pretty rough and was sad. Um, like, God, can one of our – like Matt LeFleur spends 
all of, like invest so much. Like it's so important to have this weird position I've never heard of, and all of them get hurt. Like Jesus, I just want to see our third rounder do play. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's like we finally get this new shiny new position exactly. I never heard of, and then it's taken away. Yeah, exactly. It's like wow, <sighs> well, that wasn't too special. I do love yeah. Dominique Daphne though. So my boy Dominic Daphne, the new goat, by the way. Next oh boy. This, this year, new goat, Dominic Daphne. Heard it here first, folks. All right. That that's a pretty big announcement right there. That is. All right. Probably the saddest news we got to report today. The Packers will not be tendering, not be retaining the Tim Boyle laser show. Damn. Damn. I I I'm speechless on this one right here. I know. Um, I mean, this is really ruining the legacy of the great quarterbacks in right now of the <laughs> the great quarterback backers have had. Um, and uh, so unfortunately, the end for Tim Boyle in the Green Bay Packers uniform. Uh, it would have been pretty cheap to keep him. And I was honestly, you know, I was excited. I was like, man. You know, we got Nagler, we got all these other writers telling us he had some absolutely dots at training camp, and now we don't even get to see him. So it's going to be the start. Like and, like, that time I was there at training camp, I got kicked out. I couldn't even see him throw. Oh, that four minutes I was God. there, and I'm like, no. Wow. <sighs> I hope he signs with – I'm sure he will. Uh, you know, you got – Tom Silverstein reported that Mike McCarthy loved Tim Boyle. So, you know – Tim Boyle is going to go to Dallas. He's going to beat out Dak in a, a quarterback battle. And then, boom, Tim Boyle is starting quarterback for the Cowboys. Actually, I don't like the sound of that. But, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we don't want the Cowboys to go 13-3 and three every year. That's what will happen if they put Tim Boyle like QB. Um, another, uh, Christian Kirksey, former Packer, uh, was released. Uh, earlier, earlier on in the offseason with Rick Wagner, let's say $10 million. Uh, he signed with the Houston Texans. Uh, thoughts and prayers to Christian. I don't know how he's going to survive <laughs> there. Um, hopefully, Randall Cobb can give him some tips on how to survive. But, man, yeah, better be ready for 4-12. and 12. Yep. And uh, congrats, by the way, Christian Kirksey. Oh, yeah. Proud of, very proud of him. Yeah, I, I was very excited to see that news. You know, he, he gets too much flack. I thought he played really well near the end of the year, especially in that Rams yeah. game. I thought, he, I thought he did great when he didn't have to be the mic on defense. I thought yeah. he was flying around, making plays, doing all the spectacular stuff, and then he gets cut. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what am I going to do now? Yeah, unfortunately, and that probably doesn't happen in a normal year. And, you know, yeah, I guess although $8 million, what was it, two years, $16 million for Kirksey, that's – that's quite quite the contract for his play. All right. Now we talk about all the moves the Packers have made, didn't make. Let's talk about some possible moves they could make. Uh, and I see them. I guess my – I'll start off with one I see most likely, and that is extending Devontae Adams, who is coming up on a contract year in 2021. Uh, you know, a lot of people get confused. Well, aren't you paying him more money? But, no, it's pretty much like – almost a void year where you kind of you're able to push that money onto his contract this year onto a, uh, a contract extension for the next few years. And I just want to get 
Devontae retained, obviously. I don't want to have to worry about this, about that. Because because everybody knows we have nobody behind Devontae. There's nobody back there. Just a couple of garbage bags. We we all know this. So we got to get them. Of course. Yeah. Uh, And then another one of that is um, quite quite the traction on Twitter right now is uh, restructuring Aaron Rodgers. Um, now people get this confused. No, it's not like adding more years to Aaron Rodgers' contract. It's adding more guarantees to these next two years. And um, it's like, well, you know, I, I love Aaron Rodgers, but it's like they have plans for the future. It's, it's going to happen. So, you know, if Rodgers ends up getting traded next offseason, I know that seems like such an obtuse idea to some people. But if Rodgers does get traded next season, then without restructuring him, you save a lot of money. Um, you know, we'll see, you know, what that leads to with his relations in the front office or whatever. But um, I, I really don't know what to exactly say on that without making at least 80% of people mad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, and they're at a point right now where they really don't have to restructure his, the, yeah. Roger's contract if they want to. Mm-hmm. So they won't have to piss off Aaron Rodgers even more, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't under, like people want Aaron Rodgers, like, Oh my God, of course they're ignoring Aaron Rodgers. They're not yeah. giving them all the money in the world. Well, it makes it pretty hard for your plan, for your plan to, for them to go all in. My favorite thing is like when people on Facebook or like, it's really popular on Facebook, but like they have their whole off season plan. Like, they pull out their little paper, their little note list. They're like, all right, we need to cut Lowry, cut MBS, give Rodgers all salary cap, sign <laughs> Will Fuller, sign Dom Kinsu, sign Don Hudson. And, you know, they just have – they have their list. They, you know, they copy and paste it to every Facebook post they can find. Um, not sure how that's working for them uh, as of now. Uh, another possible contract talk would be extending – that extending Zadarius Smith, uh, who would be coming up on a contract year in two years. He has two years remaining. Uh, but like I mentioned with Devontae, he moves some money over. He obviously lock him up for uh, another year. And then hopefully, you know, his contract expires out the 2022 season. Hopefully the 2023 cap space, as expected for right now, explodes. And then you have all the money in the world to pay uh, Zadarius no matter what age he ends up being at what what his play looked like at at, at that age. Um, any other thoughts, Big B, on any of these three possible moves? Um, not really. Pretty much hit it. I'm yeah. Good. Um, we, uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, still mo- room to move. Um, still yeah. some possible moves. I'm sure as soon as we put this out, uh, extension or restructure for Rogers will break. But that's uh. Pretty much all the news to report on Impact Land today. Um, I don't know. Well, Heat of the Beat, we should have another episode of that coming out soon. We just got to figure out, um, you know, who are we able to get that isn't going to get fired from the job, all that good stuff. Um, good draft content. We'll be pumping that out uh, here soon, I guess. Make sure you follow us on all socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, even Facebook people. Whoa. Any final thoughts, Big B? Um, Jamal Williams is going to sign his contract extension here in a couple of days. 
course. So be on the lookout for an absolute celebration from me yes. on that episode. Yeah, we will. You know, we will record an uh, emergency episode when yes. I was going to say if, but when Jamal when. Williams uh, signs his contract extension with the Green Bay Packers. Thanks, everybody, for watching. As always, go Pack Go. Thank you.